0: God, we we'll come before you in Jesus' name, just um asking, Lord, that you be with us during this time, with having your word. Lord, I pray that you would speak through me, and that you would minister to your people. Mm-hmm. And I pray, God, that you would um allow us to um see you working our lives, and that you would save people through this message that they have not given their lives to Jesus. In Jesus' name, Amen. Amen. Well, good morning. Good morning. morning. Um, I w- want to say hello and. I pray that everybody has had a great week. I know this pandemic is still rope. It's still going around and but God's still on the throne. Yes, he is. So we can be encouraged with that. Yeah. Um if you have your Bibles, I want you to turn with me over to the book of First John. That's the book of First John. The book of First John is a a book mainly just about assurance. Um and if you read the book of first John, it's written to, to Christians, to, to them to let them know it's written to you that you might know that you have eternal life. And also the other one of the other purposes of 1 John was to combat the false teaching that was going around during that time. Okay. There was this group called the Gnostics and they were going around telling um different things that were outside of the gospel truths and John was combating it. Um, we're going to be looking at verses 5 through 9. The uh, book of 1 John, chapter 1, verses 5 through 9. And when you get there, just say, I'm there. I'm there. All right. This is the message that we have heard from him and declare to you. God is light, and there's absolutely no darkness in him. I'm reading from the Christian Standard Bible. If we say we have no, we have fellowship with him and yet walk in darkness, we are lying and not practicing the truth. If we walk in the light as he himself is in the light, we have fellowship with one another and the blood of Jesus, his son, cleanses us from all sin. If we say we have no sin, we are deceiving ourselves and the truth is not in us. But if, if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just; he faithful and righteous, rather, to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. May God bless His Word in Jesus' name. Um, so I want to first of all look at um a our first point is going to be a message of declaration, and that you see that in verse five. Where where John is saying that this is the message that we have heard from him and bring to you, and declare to you, that God is light. So when he's saying God is light and there's no darkness in Him, he is reminding us that although we we may not always live like like we like we walk in the light, God is always the light. Always. So what what he's reminding us, Louis particular um declaration is that. God is light. And we see that more explicitly in John chapter 8, verse number 12. If you want to turn there with me. Um John chapter 8 verse number 12. Let's see here. Now John 8 chapter 12, Jesus says this about concerning himself. He says, I am the light of the world. Anyone who follows me will never walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. So when we follow Jesus, we will we will be walking in light. And when he's saying that those who follow him will never walk in darkness, he's talking about walking darkness as a, as a style of life. Mm-hmm. He's talking about that in the sense of that we will walk in newness of life. We will walk in this, in the, in, in the um, in the newness of our creation, as far as like we're a new creation in Christ, so now we put, we take, we put off as the apostle Paul says, we put off the old man and put on the new man, which is in Christ. So we see that in John chapter eight, verse number twelve. Uh, we also see that in, in uh, John one and nine, which also tells us. John chapter John chapter one verse number nine tells us that the true light that gives life to everyone was coming into the world, and he was and what John is emphasizing there is that Jesus was coming into the world, and he was that light. He was going to be the light that was going to save the world. and That was going to um want to bring the message that I, I'm coming not just for a select few of people. I'm coming for each and every person. And uh, that I have a purpose for each and every person. Just like just like how when he was um going to all these different nations of people and he was saying to them, I want you to come, I want you to come in like very <coughs> basic ways. He was really coming to for everyone, not just for a specific specific group of people. He came for every for each and every person. And we also see this in on um, the book of Psalms, chapter thirty-six and verse number nine. Psalms. Here. Psalm thirty-six and verse number nine tells us that for the wellspring of life is with you. By the means of your, for the wellspring of life is with you. By your light, we see light. And what David is saying in that um, particular psalm is that he's saying that we see that the wellspring of life is with God. And what he's saying is that by the means of your light, by the means of God's light, we see light. We see that you know, everything that I'm not, God already is. So we have to remind ourselves that um no matter where our situations are, that we must remember that God is light. So that's that's one of the main topics of this um particular message. And then secondly, I want us to look at a warning about walking in darkness. And we see that in verse chap verse number six of our key text. Um so what John is saying here. When we talk about walking in darkness, if we say we have fellowship with Him while we walk in darkness, we are lying and not practicing the truth. What John is saying there is that if you're walking in darkness as a habit of life, as a style of life, then you're not practicing the truth, and you're really showing that you're not truly a Christian at that point. That if you're really if you're walking in darkness, there's a difference between a person who the Christian walks in the light as a style of life. And one thing that I've learned is that we don't walk in the light perfectly. Now, we understand that. We'll stumble and fall. But we also understand that we have a, a high priest that understands what we're going through, right? So we have to be able to understand that there is a difference between the Christian and the non-Christian. The Christian walks in the light, walks in the light every single day of that person's life. And then the person who is not a Christian is walking in darkness. He's walking in unbelief. Um, we see that more. explicitly supposedly in, Trump, in you know, the book of Psalm chapter 5. And verses 5 and verses 4 through 6. Where it really lays it out more plainly. Let's see here. For you are not God who dwells in wickedness. And the evil cannot dwell with you. The boastful cannot stand in your sight. You hate all evildoers. You destroy those who tell lies, and the Lord abhors the the violent and treacherous people. And what, um, the book with the Book of Psalms and what David is trying to tell us is that yes, God loves us, but but also when it comes to his when when his look at sinners. He's not. He don't only loves them, but but he's angry with them because he is, because they have not given their lives to him, and that he he is angry, but also in his love, he is giving them time to come to him, and that he doesn't want people to perish and go to hell, right? So, he is also we see his love, but we also see that God is giving every person, um, a measure of understanding that. He wants everyone to be saved. We also see that he's also angry with the person that isn't that is constantly not giving their lives to him. And that's what our job as Christians is to go out to that person and to tell them about Jesus so that way they can accept them. So that they wouldn't no longer be under God's anger, but they will actually have God's blessing. Um John 12 and 40 and 46 tells us this way. Let's see. John chapter 12, verse 46 says, I let's see I have come as a light to the into the world, so that everyone who believes in me will not remain in darkness. So what he's saying again in that same verse is that um, he has come as light, Jesus has come as the light of the world. And that we will not remain in darkness if we follow him. So When he's saying that, he's talking to us once again that walking in the light is a style of life. Walking in darkness is a style of life. This is not the attribute of a Christian to walk in darkness. Christians do not walk in darkness. They walk in light. And once again, I want to make this clear to everybody that you will not walk in the light perfectly, but that's the reason why we have an advocate. We have an advocate with God, Jesus Christ, the righteous. That's what... Um, John is trying to remind us, even though, we, yes, we will sin and we do sin, but we have an advocate with God. Is everybody getting that? Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. I want to make sure everybody is understanding. Um, In the book of Proverbs, chapter 4, and verses 18 through 19, let's see. In the book of Proverbs, chapter eighteen, and chapter four, verse eighteen. The book of Proverbs, chapter four, and verse eighteen and nineteen. it says the path of righteousness is like the light of the dawn, shining brighter and brighter each until midday, but the way of the wicked is like the darkest gloom; they do not know what makes them stumble. See, when you're walking in darkness, um, you don't know exactly where you're, you don't know where you're going. You don't know, um, you don't have a, if you don't have a flashlight, you don't know exactly where you're going. Just the same way spiritually. If you're walking in spiritual darkness, you don't understand um, this message of the gospel. You don't really understand it like that. You, he- you may hear about Jesus. You may hear about this gospel of freedom, but you don't really get it. And then one day the Lord will touch the person's heart. And they will come to him in repentance and faith. So that's what um, John is trying to emphasize: is that we should be telling that t- t- telling that person to, hey, you need to walk in uh, light. You need to come to know Jesus, because there were people, um, in that book for, when the book of First John was being written, that there were false teachers and there were people who were maybe they were um, walking away from the true gospel, and they were seeing them walk away and they were trying to get them to remind them hey you'd be walking in the light and not and not in darkness um we see on um, thirdly that um a educate, an exhortation to walk to walk in the light and the subtitle verse is we in order to have fell, fellowship with god proper fellowship with god and others we will we must walk in the light And we see this in um, Hebrews chapter 9, verse 14. Hebrews Hebrews chapter 9 and 14. How much more would the blood of Christ... Who through the eternal Son offered Himself without blemish, cleansed our conscience from dead works, so that we may serve the living God. Um. So walking in the light is understanding that you know Jesus has given His all for us, and that um as a Christian we ought to be um encouraged to walk in the light. So if you have unconfessed sin in your life, um, I would ask you to go to God in prayer even before we do his communion because we need to make sure that we have um talked to the Lord about what we have done this week that we may not have told him about we may have unconfessed sin and we might just need to talk to him and say, hey I need to walk in this light Lord help me to do this um and we also say this in the book of Ephesians chapter one and verse 7. Ephesians chapter 1 verse number 7 It says in him We have redemption through his blood The forgiveness of our sins And the forgiveness of our trespasses According to the riches of his grace So In Jesus We have the forgiveness of our trespasses And we have redemption Through the redemption of his grace So he's reminding us as believers To um, Because we walk in his light That we have redemption through Jesus Christ. We have forgiveness through Jesus Christ. And that we can walk in the light because of that. We can walk in the confidence that God has given us. And then the last scripture for our point is uh, the book of Psalms, chapter 56, and verse number 13. Um, chapter fifty-six and verse number thirteen: For you rescued me from death, you every, even my feet from stumbling to walk before God in the light of life. So David is saying that he that the God has rescued him from death and even from even his feet from stumbling, so he could walk to, before God in the light of life. So David is saying. That he has been saved. He's been saved to walk in the light and not to walk in darkness. So just like us as believers, we need to learn how to walk in the light. And we do that by um, reading God's word, applying it to our lives, and um, making sure that we are um, in prayer and confessing our sins daily to God. Um, And then fourthly and finally, I'm going to be looking at a call to confess your sins. That's in verses 8 through 9. It says, If we have no sin, we deceive ourselves, and the truth is not in us. But if we confess our sins, He is faithful and just to forgive us of our sins. And the subtitle for this one is to simply confess our sins to God, in order for us to have proper fellowship with God. Um, In the book of uh, Isaiah, chapter 53, and um, verse number 6, it says that. Um, we have all been like sheep, have gone astray. Each one has turned to his own way. Um, but the Lord laid on him the iniquity of us all. So, um, because he has laid the iniquity of every one of us on um, on Jesus, we need to um, confess our sins to him, and that we can um, have confidence in his blood because of what he has done for us. And we we can go there with that confidence and knowing. That I can go to God about this. Because I'm covered by his blood. I can go to Him about this. I can go with Him about whatever my situation is. Um, in Psalm chapter 51 and verse 4 says it this way Against you, you alone have I sinned, and done evil in your sight. And what um David was saying in that verse is that he he recognized. That it was against God, and God alone that He had sinned. And we all know this song. It's about when He was, um, in that sexual sin with Bathsheba, and really he 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 was saying really that I've done wrong against you. Not just not, not just to have done wrong against Bathsheba or Uriah. I've done wrong against you, because ultimately all those people were made in your image to begin with. So it's really a sin against you. So what? Um, what we're trying to do as Christians is we need to confess our sins to God and say, "No, Lord, you and you alone have our sin against," because we have to understand that more and more each and every day as believers. And Then, um, our final scripture is going to come from the book of Ecclesiastes, uh, chapter seven and verse number twenty. Let's uh, go there. Ecclesiastes chapter 7 and verse number 20. There is certainly no one who does righteous on the earth who does good and never sins. And what Solomon, what the uh Sol- what Solomon is saying in that verse is that there is no one who does right. There's no one who does good and that never sins. Because if you're saying that you that you never have sinned, you're deceiving yourself, like the verse says. So we have all done something wrong. We've all done something wrong um in some way or another. So we need to confess our sins to God and to um trust in what he has done for us in order to forgive us. Um can we close out with a word of prayer? Um God, we just thank you for your word. Um Lord, I pray that um this message was edifying to your people. I pray, Lord, that um you would help each and every one of us to know you and to um and to confess our sins to you and be able to walk in that light. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Church amen. Amen. say Amen. amen.